0: Richard Case.
1: Well, Kathy, uh, today's uh, Tuesday. We started this week uh, talking about a little bit about the chaotic world, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, but we really got into the abiding uh, of it. And um, Kathy and I both, uh, actually this last weekend, mm-hmm. uh, uh, separately, Dan and Kathy and Linda and I in separate groups. Uh, led what we call an abiding in the vine slash unity retreat, where we uh, take people into what does it look like to abide? Uh, and then how do you go to unity with your spouse to uh, make decisions? And uh, one of the things, by the way, about unity uh, is it's not about unity, just agreeing together and negotiating together. It's agreement with God right. uh, and holding that process until you see what God sees. Uh, so it's really mm-hmm. a, a beautiful thing. And, we, and we're going to get into that. Uh, aspect of things uh, as we uh, go down the road here with some new material and uh, sharing with you. But um, I know you've been doing it, uh, Kathy, for four years. Linda and I have been doing it now 20 years. Uh, When we started, you know, Linda and I shared, we started at that retreat in (laughs) uh, the castle in Austria. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we've got 24 leaders around the country and around the world uh, doing these. When you do this, what, what hits you the most about, uh, experiencing others uh, coming alive with the abiding hmm. process? What what strikes you the most wow. about
2: that? You know, probably, oh, there's so many yeah. things, honestly. <laughs> um, it, it really is, it's hard. This is one of the biggest privileges possible to be able to give this away and just to see people suddenly see, you know, that word that said, you know, there's a verse in Hebrews that talks about the word is alive and active. And so few people have truly experienced that, and so to see right. people experience that for the first time, yeah. I think that's that's a huge thing. Um, I think even just this last weekend, you know, one of the the people couples that was there, the husband looks, he's like, "What I'm hearing is this this unity thing. This is a big deal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a big
2: deal. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. But it really, it's it's such a sweet thing to see it come alive, and then begin to see." the beauty of the gift that God has given us in his word. I think that's what it is, is I think, I don't know how to describe it, but we don't even realize the depth and the the beauty of what he has gifted us with to be able to navigate life, to be able to know him, to be able to live truly the abundant life, to, to step into what he has for us. And I don't mean it has to be abundant with, you know, the way that the world views abundant, I mean, abundant in joy, abundant in peace, abundant in freedom. And, and when you start to see that happen, and the light bulbs going on for people that this is not this dry rule driven life, it's this, this place where God reaches in and meets you, and, um, and wants to restore you to what he originally created you to be.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, you uh, know. It's remarkable, uh, and that's what always thrills us, You know, even after 20 years, is that uh, almost everybody coming to a retreat um, has never experienced this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their attitude toward the Bible and toward God is, well, he's out there, uh, probably mm-hmm. not very happy with me, because uh, you tend to feel a little bit guilty or you're struggling in life, or you wonder how, right. com- how come, how come, how come?
2: Or um, I'm too little for him to be concerned. Yeah, the, yeah. And my stuff, know. my yeah. stuff isn't
1: that important. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and they've never understood what it meant to abide and to hear and uh, and to walk because uh, they think it's 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 uh, been taught that it's theology book. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll learn the theology of it and then try to perform to that theology as best yeah, you can, I mean. including knowing that you'll probably struggle and fail, but hey, you get to go to heaven. Um Mm -hmm. and so what happens in a retreat is that uh people come uh with that uh that's how I've approached it, Mm -hmm. and then they experience uh the personal and you and you said it, see it's God's heart of I have such wonderful things for you and I wanna Mm -hmm. do I wanna do wonderful things in you and through you and around you
0: that Mm -hmm. he meets
1: he said he you said it, he meets you at the moment what is necessary for you to start walking in the beauty and the freedom of that. Right. And so he right. puts, he puts his finger on something and said, well, here's what I'm, I'm saying to you about uh, an issue in your life that mm-hmm. if you follow this and experience it and you use the word, oh. no uh, yada, uh, mm-hmm. you will uh, begin to uh, see the beauty of my walk for you. And, and he says, I care so much about you right. that I'm going to speak personally to you uh we had a uh, we did a retreat this is a couple years ago, several years ago um, and we had a couple that were um, pretty rigid and skeptical, highly skeptical. Right. Uh, and so uh, particularly the wife was resisting the teaching pretty much like yeah, nah mm-hmm. nah you know um, uh, and then uh, on Saturday we get into this discussion about unity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I make a comment. Uh, usually at all the retreats, is um, a lot of couples live their life with we agree to disagree.
3: Um,
1: And I said, um, that isn't really the way that God has it, because he will get you that answer 100% Mm -hmm. of the time, all the time. And he doesn't say for you to accept that we agree to disagree, but rather to go to unity with him. Right. In fact... Go ahead.
2: I'm going to, I remember the first retreat we went to with you, the words you used when you said that stuck with, with me. And I have shared that at every retreat yeah. since is the reality is that's a cop-out. That's right. And I was like, Ooh, that steps on some toes right, right there, it does, yeah. but, but it's a cop-out it's saying, you know what? I want to stay in selfishness. I want what I want more than I want to know what God wants. Right. And so this is a whole different beast that agreeing to disagree is really a big deal. Yeah, it really That's, is. Um, yeah.
1: And so uh, I made that statement and this lady says, um, look, uh, I, I completely don't accept that because uh, my husband and I, the only way that we can uh, even have a, a decent life together is agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had a 10-year-old issue that we fought over periodically. Um, and we never can get anywhere, so we've we've said in order for us to to uh, exist together, we agree to disagree. Mm. Uh, and I and my only comment was exactly what I what you just said. I said, well, that's a, that's a cop out. Um, and that's she a said,
2: hard thing to hear. <laughs> and she said, no,
1: she said, nope. This is how it's got to be. I said, okay, it's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, so the next day, uh, Sunday, we have our exercise and hearing from God, and so we send people off. Uh, and it's an amazing uh, process.
3: Uh,
1: so she, and this involves cross-referencing and starting and letting God speak. So we come back.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and usually what we do is we go around the room uh, and people start sharing. Here's what God said to me. And then uh, Linda and I, and of course you and Dan do this too. We right. we help interpret that and say, okay, mm-hmm. uh, you, yes, you did receive that. Now let us help you with go a little bit further with that. Uh, well, this lady, Uh, and I said, you know, let's start sharing what you got. And I I turned to the Mm -hmm. person on my right and she says, Hey, before you do that, uh, I got a statement to make, you know, what she said, you can't hear from God. Uh, God is not that personal. Uh, and, uh, it isn't. So what, what you're saying Mm -hmm. isn't so. And I said, okay, I appreciate your opinion. I asked her, I said, did you do the exercise? Uh, and she said, yeah. I said, okay, well, let's just wait until we come around to you and then we'll see what, what happened. Um, and she said, okay. So the group starts sharing. Uh, and they, of course they're hearing these wonderful things from God and mm-hmm. uh, wow, God said this and I see this and how cool is this? And, and man, I can hardly wait to go further with this. So she's about the f- uh, fifth couple. Um, and she says, well, I got nothing. Um, I said, okay. Um, I said, did you do the exercise? You know, she said, yeah. I said, well, read us the verses that you out loud. Read the verses out Mm -hmm. loud of what you got. She said, okay. So she starts reading verse one. She reads verse two. And then she reads verse three. And she starts crying
3: Mm
1: -hmm. and bawling. Um, And she says, oh my gosh, that's the answer to our 10-year-old problem. Oh, wow. And he she, she turns to her husband. Do you see that? And he says, yeah, I see that.
2: <laughs> That's
1: the answer to our 10-year-old problem.
3: Wow. And then she
1: just wept. and she And then she just broke down. And she cried. And she shared. And she said, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry <laughs> that mm-hmm. I was so skeptical and so stubborn and so prideful. Mm-hmm. And God broke through that.
0: And, oh. and we
1: are going to be released from this issue now going forward oh. because there's the answer. Uh, and they got freedom from it and then they learn to abide and they teach <laughs> they te- they've taught abiding. That's excellent. people And what you're saying is uh, so fantastic that um, see God's heart is, mm-hmm. if you will allow me, uh, right. I'll speak to you, And then I'll start to show you, uh, you know, thing after thing after thing, uh, step by step, not to learn about it, but uh, as you've used that word, know it, experience Mm -hmm. it, live it, have it. uh, Because once you do, you'll now have that transformation or that promise that was fulfilled in you or around you or even circumstances taken care of the fruit, which is what we've talked about, you know, the fruit that God gives. So. Uh it's pretty exciting. Kathy and I, uh, uh with Dan and Linda and then our other twenty-two mm-hmm. leaders, uh the excitement all the time. Right. Is <laughs> yeah, and and we're always amazed ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh it's
1: like, God, how do you do that?
3: Right.
1: How do you do time that? Time
2: and time again. It you never know, fails. It never fails. And <laughs> and you, it never gets old, honestly. How do you speak
1: to them personally. <laughs> mm-hmm that leads them into this beautiful life. Um, mm-hmm. And what we do is encourage people uh, for their groups, uh, stay at least 20 minutes a day in the word, uh, stay where you are, yeah. camp out where you are for 30 days.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: If you do it faithfully for 30 days, because of what God is up to and doing and, and uh, occurring in your life, at the end of that 30 days, you're so excited. That's mm-hmm. when you you'll say, you know what? I'll never stop doing this. Not because it's, uh, I'm going to keep up the duty of it. It's the joy of it.
2: Right. Because you're, and it, you know, it is that relationship. It's the most fulfilling relationship you'll have in your life, yeah. you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, well, we're going to continue today and talk through, uh, some more of these instructions. Um, uh, so we've, uh, last time we talked about, uh, uh, number, uh, five, which was go to the Greek and Hebrew. Um, uh, and then the next one, uh, is, uh, this aspect of memorizing scripture. So go, mm-hmm. ahead and, go ahead and read that, Kathy, and then we can talk about that.
2: Yeah, it says, Memorize the verses word for word. Carry three by five cards with you. Uh,
1: so it's, um, uh, and it's not a memory uh, program. So it's not just take a bunch of verses because I know there's systems right. where I'll we'll go memorize scripture. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's what God is abiding with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the verses that God has for you uh, in your abiding time. Uh, and one of the best ways to do it is you write out the verses again, remember longhand mm-hmm. on a three by five card and you just carry it with you. Uh, because right. there's a lot uh, interesting, uh, time in your day, uh, and you're, uh, driving around, you know, you'll be at stoplights and you know, you can, you mm-hmm. can process it. Um, and at first, uh, what you're doing is, uh, I'm trying to get it so that I don't have to go read it.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I could say it. Uh, because I've now memorized it. Now you don't fully understand it all, and it doesn't. It hasn't done all of its work yet. But uh, now you can talk to God about it all the time. Right. Uh, what does that right. mean? How does that uh, have it? And that word is now getting in you,
2: and mm-hmm. God will
1: start speaking to you. Uh, because yeah. you've memorized it, uh, so that. So go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, um, speaking as a mom of three, yeah. and I promise you, with each child, I had a really, really sharp memory when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> but, but somehow or another, with each child, and as my calendar got more full and more things on my mind that I was juggling, my ability to memorize decreased, or at least so I thought, I mean, it decreased a lot. And so when you were first talking about this, honestly, I remember hearing you guys talk about this at the retreat and I'm thinking that is great for a lot of people, but whatever has gone on in my body in the last X number of years, (laughs) my brain doesn't do that anymore. So, so how do I make that practical? And your wife shared something that was, I mean, there's lots of little hacks and tools. As a teacher, I can tell you things that work. But honestly, as a mom, this was one of my favorite ones. She said she did, and it's proven so effective for me. She said she would take an index card with the verse on it, and she'd lay it next to her bed. And the last thing before she went to sleep, she would read it. And the first thing in the morning when she woke up. And I am here to tell you there is some power in that because when your mind is not distracted, in the middle of the night, literally God would help work that into my memory. And just that focus in those two times, again, this is what he's speaking. Because again, like you said, this isn't just, you know, making a list of a thousand verses I want to do, but this is something he's speaking. He's working into my soul. So I'm reminding myself of that last thing before I go to sleep and I'm letting him work it in my subconscious, even in the middle of the night, and yeah. then waking up and first thing, eyes back on. It's like, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Yes. It's that posture. I'm going to look and see what it is you're saying to me again right now. And that has been for me in this season of life, still probably the most effective way to scripture, to memorize scripture.
1: Yeah. Um, and there's a, uh, Kathy, there's a cool verse uh, in scripture. Uh, it's Psalm 16, 7. Uh, and what you just described is uh, a really important way to stimulate this verse, and it says this: while you're sleeping,
3: mm-hmm. the
1: Holy Spirit is speaking to you,
3: yes,
1: uh, because you're uh, uh, you don't have your consciousness in the way,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and so there are things that are being spoken, revealed, and given, so that uh, as you practice uh, memorizing, praying, speaking your scripture when you go to bed. And then when you first wake up
0: Mm -hmm. in between
1: then, uh, you're going to get insight. And so here's, here's what a couple things that happen. Uh, one, and we actually had, um, uh, an example of this this weekend at our retreat. Uh, they, they shared this, that, um, I was seeking an answer to something. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I got woken up at two in the morning. Right. Uh, and this was out of the scripture that I was uh, uh, beginning to process. And God uh, gave me the interpretation
3: mm-hmm.
1: of, of what does this mean for me? Uh, right. Because he, they, he said, okay, I'm going to wake you up here. And I'm uh, this thing I've been speaking to you, I'm going to make it conscious to you. So um, it's a beautiful thing that uh, uh, you'll, when you can memorize things and can speak it, uh, now it's able to process
3: mm-hmm. over
1: time because you're not limited anymore to well I got to go read it because uh, during the right. day you know during the day when you're working et cetera, Well I can't go read it, um, and other times uh, you know you're not fully receiving it. But you're when you memorize it, it starts that process of mm-hmm. going of going deeper, right. uh, and it really matters something. So like when Linda and I, uh, I'll say to Linda, "What is God saying to you?" Uh, and if she's in something brand new, she's gotten new verses, uh, mm-hmm. she's gotten a new place to camp out in, um, she'll say, well, it's in Isaiah 55,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and and then I'll say, okay, what does it say? And she'll have to say, well, I've just started this, I haven't memorized it yet, I don't have it yet, so right. uh, I'll read it to you, so she can read it to me. Okay, great. Um, and my role, by the way, is to how's it going? Did uh, you did you see this? Are you experience? Are you experiencing it? Are you knowing it? Uh, mm-hmm. Not know about it. Uh, and I'm just her encourager. Um, right. Well, to and week- she to you. And she and she does the same for me. Yeah. Uh, it's yes. Okay, Rich. What are you hearing? Uh, here's what mm-hmm. I'm hearing. And where are you? And how are you doing with it? And do you know it? Same questions. Right. Uh, and she's my encourager. Uh, and so uh, we do that together and we, we, by the way, we do that and we'll, we'll actually have a, a point here, we'll reemphasize it again, but uh, we do that at least once a week and we we right. sometimes will do it more. Uh, but uh, two weeks later, and she's been camping out in these verses and I can say, what's God saying to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'll say, what verse are you in? Why I'm in Isaiah 55. She'll speak it to me and won't have to go read it. Right, Uh, And that's when that acceleration happens of God deepening it within her heart, Mm -hmm. because now she can talk about it all day long. Um, And what happens is that the question she's asking and the issue she's processing, God will say something uh, to Mm -hmm. her. And by the way, the way he does it uh, is uh, what I call literally a million different ways. So again, this relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's no
1: system to it. So somebody else could say something. She could see something, she could observe something. she right. could she could be watching uh, even a TV she she <laughs> she had one uh, where she's watching an advertisement on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, the words at the bottom were protect your joy.
3: Mm-hmm. And she
1: was in the process of understanding joy and God said, Protect your joy. And so she received that as, hey, you're talking to me. Right. Uh, I'm watching an ad on TV and you're speaking to me. And
2: it's still, yeah.
1: And now she would say, okay, what does that mean? You know, what what are you talking about there? Now she would go off and talk about uh, further
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because God will say something, do something uh, and you can do it. But because you've memorized it, uh, it's what I call you're on alert. Right. Um, and therefore you're sensitive when he says, "Well, here, let me add to this. Let me explain yeah. this. Let me give yeah. you an answer to that," and because you you haven't just read it, mm-hmm. uh, and it it hasn't registered yet, is at least you have that inside of you.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and well, and one of the so things, cool.
2: yeah, one of the things I like to to encourage people with is really storing up the Word of God within you. Yeah. Gives him vocabulary to speak to you. Yes. You know, and I think so often, you know, when you hear people, well, I just don't hear him. I just don't hear him. And I'm like, you know, get in the word, let it get in you so that there's something when you're in that situation, when it's stored up and he can speak that right to you. And you've already, uh, you've already spent time abiding on it. You know what it means. And it's this gentle reminder. This is what I'm doing. Do you see me? Um, but having that stored up, he's able to pull it up right away for you and just speak to you in that moment. And it's a beautiful gift.
1: Right. Um, and it says the Holy Spirit, uh, this is out of John 14. It says one of, the, one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to bring to remembrance yes. your library that's already there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and uh, you know, it, first of all, it's, it's, it's going to be applied to you personally, but mm-hmm. also uh, you're able to give it away uh so that and this happens all the time to me is that somebody says you know I'm dealing with this uh well that's part of my library because I abided in that
3: mm-hmm. seven years ago right
1: uh and I, I I stayed with it until I experienced it and that word now that truth isn't something I know about that I'd have to say well let me go research mm-hmm. it for you it's um it's there now I haven't right. spoken that verse or verses maybe literally in seven years. Right. But it's there. Isn't
2: that, isn't that a funny thing though? Because really, you know, again, I'm, I'm telling on myself here a little bit embarrassingly, but I can walk to the refrigerator and get there and forget what I was going to get. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But when I'm in conversation with somebody and something comes up, And I can have not memorized or even looked at this particular verse in years and the Holy Spirit will bring it up and it is there word for word. And I'm like, where in the world did that come from? You know, but it was something that I had stored up and spent time in. And so it was a part of me and it gave him vocabulary to speak not only to me, but then through me.
1: Yes. Right. That's a beautiful way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, One of the other, uh, elements of, uh, uh, as you you know memorizing scripture, as as you're letting God speak to you at night, um, one of the aspects of him, and I know you've experienced this in a big, big way,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, is called dreams.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, that uh, I'm gonna give you a dream because uh, I have a message for you, right? Uh, and uh, some beautiful things come out of that. Uh, one of the reasons, by the way, it's so an effective way for God to communicate is that um, our consciousness is not mm-hmm. in the way.
3: Right. So
1: we can't shunt it off or, or reject it. Or uh, He says, I can get to you purely because there's nothing to filter it. Uh, nothing so, to
2: filter it and nothing to distract.
1: Nothing to distract. Yeah. And, I, and I give you this dream. Uh, and so he he uh, shows you. Now, here's what's critical about that. Um, uh, dreams are, for, you got to receive your, you're your, your living in the Holy Spirit and the dreams are from God. Uh, mm-hmm. Even people that say, I had this nightmare and it must have been from Satan. And as they share it, I say, well, no, uh, uh, it, that was from God. And here's what he's mm-hmm. trying to say to you about it. Not to scare you, but rather to warn you or to mm-hmm. help you understand something. Or he even might be saying, I'm asking you to repent. You're, right. you're going the wrong way and I'm asking you to repent. Because if you continue, this is you know what's going to happen.
3: But mm-hmm.
1: um, the key is this. Uh, When you have a dream, uh, you'll wake up, uh, and it's very vivid at Mm -hmm. that moment. Wake up at two in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning. uh, It's very vivid, and you say, "And I I did this a lot. (laughs) This is so vivid. I'm sure when I when I I know I'm going to go back to sleep, but when I wake (laughs) up, I'll be able to remember it." And you and you go back to sleep. You wake up, and about the only
3: the only thing (laughs) you
1: remember is. Did I have a dream last night?
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: yeah. What was it about? I don't remember. You know, I've lost it. Um, so here's mm-hmm. what you got to do. Uh, keep a pad of paper by your bed, a journal or some some way to do it. But when you wake up, write everything down as much detail as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything Even about
2: it. Even type it out on your phone if you keep your phone by your bed. Just yeah. in your notes section. Yeah. Do a quick yep. a quick something. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then don't worry about it. Uh, go back to sleep. Uh, and then the next morning, uh, get up and and it'll bring back because you've written mm-hmm. wrote it all down. Yep, oh, that's it. That was it. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, then your next question uh, is always, okay, uh, Father, could you interpret this for me?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and uh, as I've experienced, you know, and there and you can go to you can even go to the you know online or buy books, and people have said, well, this is how you interpret dreams, and this number means this, and this color means this, and this means this, and that means that. And my answer to that is. That's baloney Uh, Mm -hmm. because you're talking to God who is (laughs) way bigger than a system and Mm -hmm. uh, what he does and how he says it and what he presents to you can't be put in a box. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, It's his relationship to you and, you know, just receive what I'm saying to you. So go to him Um, and the the, uh, interpretation is always, uh, as I've experienced it, a simple something fairly simple fairly straight Mm up a lot of detail Uh, and he does it with uh, things that you know people that you know situations that you know Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily about that person or it's not necessarily about that place it's that represents something Uh, Mm -hmm. and you start to ask okay what does that represent what are you trying to say to me what's the simple message
3: Mm -hmm. um
1: A lot of people try to take it too far and say, I'm going to live my life by these dreams. And it's all Mm -hmm. the detail. And that means I got to go do, I got to go do. Nope, nope, nope. Just receive the message. Um, And uh, so you would say, okay, can I help, help me understand it first, Mm -hmm. if I can. Go to your spouse, see if they can help you understand it. Um, And then if they're still, I'm not a little bit fuzzy about it, is go to other people Mm -hmm. uh, who have a heart for God. Uh, and they could help understand it. And I, I can get, uh, and that's, you can even, you can even send that to us. And, Mm -hmm. um, I, I wouldn't have to know anything about you because I have the same ability you do is to go to God and say, okay, could you help me understand this? Uh, what Mm -hmm. are you saying to this person? And Kathy and I do that, uh, back and forth. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, it's, here's what I got. Uh, Hey Rich, uh, do you have anything to see additional to that? Uh, other people do the same thing. I can do that with my spouse. I can do that with others. There's no mystery to it. It's just the ability to keep saying, God, do, am I receiving right. this beautiful message that you're giving me, including, mm-hmm. uh, and for me, uh, sometimes it's a challenge. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. a conviction. If you keep going this way, uh, right. you're, you're not going to experience the fullness of what I have for you. And I'm giving you a warning to stop mm-hmm. or to repent or to consider and i see i consider that still joy
2: right uh, right hey,
1: fantastic uh, i i receive that uh i never mm-hmm. take it as what's wrong with me
2: it's mm-hmm. just god
1: trying to guide me into the end of the best so i love uh the dreams i love the interpretation of them mm-hmm. uh, and the fun of it and i know you've you've had a lot of experience about yeah. that yeah
2: yeah absolutely that's um it was interesting uh, growing up in the background that I grew up in. Um, I probably did not put a lot of weight in, in the idea that he would speak to me through dreams yeah. until, um, until it really started happening, <laughs> you know, and, um, and as he has done that, I'm telling you, there are things, yeah, you know, cause I've sent you a lot of these things, the things that he's spoken to me about that were broad concept, personal concept, all kinds of things. I think back even to one of the the coolest ones that I had early on that I realized, okay, this is real. This is him speaking. This isn't just, I ate bad pizza. You know, (laughs) um, I remember early on having a dream where literally I was, I was in warfare and was feeling as if I was being beaten, you know, that there were physical blows coming at me and, um, this sweet old lady in my dream came and said, speak his word. And I spoke it and I saw a shield come around me and then the blows kept coming, but they didn't hurt. There was no penetration in it. And I woke up and I knew immediately, you know what? God was just showing me how to wield the weapon that he gave and the sword of truth. He was teaching me this is, you know, when attacks are coming, you can let them hit you. And the lies of the enemy, whatever can be spoken and they can do damage or you can take and put a shield by putting the sword of truth out there and say, no, this is what the enemy says, but this is what my God says. And that is a shield around me. And it was a, it was this beautiful truth that then he taught me in a way to begin fortifying myself. And then I took that to, to mean this is what I need to do. I need to start fortifying myself. And that was part of, I'm, I'm going to memorize more scripture because I can't wield that sword if I don't know it. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a beautiful. So, uh, we encourage people to uh, pay attention to the dreams. Uh, they're great messages of God, simple mm-hmm. messages of God, uh, beautiful messages of God. And, and so, uh, you know, if you need help on that, you could certainly contact us. Uh, and by the way, if you have questions about, you know, uh, what we've been talking about here, about uh, abiding uh, and the aspect of memorizing scripture, et cetera,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or about dreams, whatever, uh, you can send in questions. Uh, Put it on the YouTube comment section, or you can email us if you're listening to uh, questions, plural, at Mm afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And uh, and we don't care how personal it becomes. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a generic, uh, even theology question. It can just be, oh, this is happening in my life. Right. Uh, or how does this work? Or hey, I had this interesting dream, and I don't know what it means. And mm-hmm. uh, well, send it in, and and uh, we'll uh, we'll help uh, help you understand it. Uh, and it's quite it's quite fun uh, for mm-hmm. uh, for us to go through that. So we'd love to to hear your questions. Um, well, Kathy, let's uh, continue. Uh, uh, we talked about uh, uh, memorizing scripture, um, and now mm-hmm. let's go to uh, as you journal. Uh, and this, so this will be fun to talk about, and we'll probably have to even continue next time. But um, we talked about you're writing the verses out, you're memorizing mm-hmm. them, you're going to the Greek and Hebrew, uh, you're writing, here's what the word says. And uh, and in your journal, you now start to have a personal process with God, which will be mm-hmm. unique to you. So if you would read uh, number seven is uh, journaling out the process.
2: Right. Yeah. So it says journal your thoughts. Um, Do I believe this in my heart? Is it settled? Why or why not? What do I struggle with and what experiences in my life work against what I'm receiving in the word? That's an important one. Yeah. Um, How do these words apply to my situation and me? How is God calling me to adjust my life to him and to his will? What thoughts come to me about all this? And dialogue with the Father your thoughts. Ask for clarity, understanding, wisdom, and faith.
1: Yep. Uh, So the journaling uh, is uh, now you're writing uh, your your dialogue with God
3: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, day after day after day around the words that you're receiving.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, So it's not stuck in, well, I got a problem. I have an issue, you know, solve my problem. And, you, mm-hmm. and all you do is talk about, woe is me, uh, and that's all you write. Well, no, it's writing as you're abiding. Remember, you're receiving his words. Right. Well, what does God have to say about this? Mm-hmm. And that changes your agenda from, well, here's the problem, and that's all I think about, to, well, um, I, I, I'm trying to receive, understand, and process what you're saying to me. Uh, now, it's not denying the issues uh, and it's not denying the authentic- authenticity of it. So uh, God wants you to be authentic and uh, process, but uh, basically write it, write it all down as you process mm-hmm. it. So let me make a couple uh, simple statements about it. Um, one uh, is that the journal is between you and God alone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so uh, Linda has a journal I've got a journal and we come and share pieces of that together, right. but I don't hand her my journal mm-hmm. um, because that's between me and God. And I've got to mm-hmm. have that safety, that, that uh, openness to get to the authentic stuff with him. Uh, right. and, uh, and therefore I don't want to get in a position where in, even subconsciously I'm writing it with a filter
2: Right. You don't want to sanitize the conversation. I'm not sanitizing it because
1: I'm afraid, well, somebody could read this and Mm -hmm. find out what I really think. And I really don't want that. So I, so I kind of sanitize it. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And so your journal is yours. Uh, It's not your spouse's. You don't let them read it per se. Uh, We will share stuff out of it uh, because there's truth in there that we want to share, but let it be completely yours and realize this completely yours Mm-hmm. Um, and I I do save all my journals so that I believe someday when, when I pass on, my kids and grandkids will start reading it. Uh, I'm sure they won't read it all, but they'll read parts of it and say, oh, this is what Opa, I'm a, Linda and I are German. Linda's German, so we're Opa and Oma, German for grandpa and grandma. um This is how he processed stuff. This is how he did it. And mm-hmm. that, that would be okay, but I certainly wouldn't hand it to him today.
2: Uh, right. And yeah, I, t- I do tell my kids the most valuable thing in this house, you know, when we do pass on, somebody should fight over my journals. Right, 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 <laughs> right. There's some beautiful stuff in there. Right.
1: And entertainment, <laughs> right? And, and
2: entertaining, <laughs> yes. A little bit of both. Uh,
1: and so as we're uh, dealing with this journaling, um, uh, as I begin to disciple, particularly executives, um, I'll say, okay, here's here's what journaling, and I read them, number 7 uh, mm-hmm. Here's what it looks like. You know, start writing your heart out. Um, and I said, now the first week I'm going to have you do it and then go ahead and send it to me. I'm not going to do it after that, but I want to see how you do. So they do and they send it to me. Uh, and basically it's been written as if they're going to stand up in church and read it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they've completely sanitized it because uh, right. they're they're trying to spiritualize everything and uh, uh, write it from a view of, uh, I'd better look good uh, mm-hmm. in this process. Uh, and so I say, well, that's not your heart. Uh, I said, you, you need to go to the depth of your heart and just share what's really uh, your thinking, feeling and believing mm-hmm. and start processing with God because he needs to take you. And you said it, and this is an interesting statement, by the way. Kathy said last, last, yesterday, God meets you where you are. Mm -hmm. And then he starts to move you into his place. Well, here's something that's really critical. You got to be willing to understand where you are Mm -hmm. uh, and to deal with that so that he can take you because he said, I can't, I can't skip over if you don't go to the authenticity of where you Mm -hmm. really are. I can't get you to where I'm going to take you. And I'll give you an example. Um, let's say that you have an uh, issue of unforgiveness.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Now, you know, from the scripture, scripture you're going to be even be led Mm -hmm. to. uh, Well, forgiveness is critical for you to live the life of God. And so you say, okay, okay, I should forgive. Mm
3: -hmm. I should
1: forgive. Okay, I'll forgive. But in your heart, you know you still have uh, a root against that person. You still have, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in the same room as that person. Um, I want them to get hurt until they're willing to confess what they did to me. Um, I'm holding up a wall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, that's the truth, see. And if God says, well, let me give you forgiveness. If you say, well, I already know that I should, I'm fine. And see, Mm -hmm. God says, no your heart isn't there yet. Your soul isn't there yet. I've got to give this to you and you have to recognize it yeah. Um, and start with the authenticity of that yeah. so that you begin to see the freedom when we say, uh, share your thoughts, share, where right. are you with this? Why do you struggle with this? Right. You don't sanitize anything. You say, you know, no. God, I can't forgive that person. Uh, because, 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 and I'm really upset. And this is where I'm at. And by the way, how come you didn't resolve it in the first place? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you go into the depth of all that.
2: Right. And I think for, for me anyway, sometimes it's backing up even further than that. It's Truly, he knows our hearts better than we do. And so sometimes I know something's wrong and I don't recognize what it is. Yeah. So, so it doesn't even start with me knowing where I'm at. It's me asking him where I'm at yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and him revealing that to me yeah. um, because it's really, okay, I can tell something's off. I am not feeling connected to you. So, So what's going on? Something's between us because I know that's not truth. You know, I know, I know you're right here. Therefore, something's going on. Show me what it is that's going on in my heart. Yeah. And, and he, you know, that whole prayer, you'll search me and know my thoughts, test me, or search me and know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is anything in me that offends you and lead me in the way of the everlasting. That is a powerful prayer. Yes. Yes. And there are, are many times when I know something's just a little off and I can't put my thumb on it. And I come right back to, you know what, God, you can, you see my heart. So I'm going to sit quiet before you until you show me what it is. And yeah. and I wait with a pin and, you know, you tell me what it is that we're, that is going on here. And then let's, let's go and see what you want to do with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and But uh, it
2: starts there.
1: And think about what you just said there is that, um, I just need to be authentic uh, and say, I know, I know, uh, I'm, I'm out of sorts, or I know Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm not quite understanding why am I not at peace? Um, uh, I'm anxious. I don't, I don't really know. Uh,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: but here's where I'm at. Actually, could you, could you assist me in taking me to the truth of it? Uh, is there something I'm blocking? Is there something that I'm not willing to deal with? Uh, mm-hmm. that you're going to show me. And as you just write that all out, what'll happen over the next day or so is you'll start to get God's, well, Hey, let me tell you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then again, you're paying, you're paying attention to it. You're alert and you're saying, mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, it's this. It's about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you go process it. Uh, Cause you're, you're always in a, in a place. And this is where the, the biting leads us to. Uh, and journaling is so critical uh, is, um, whenever God gives me some input, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more than happy to receive it. Not because he's looking at me, what's wrong with me. Right. He's saying, I'm, I'm moving you to freedom. I'm moving mm-hmm. you to joy. I'm moving you to resolve these issues that I will do. And you're going to play a part in that. Um, and together we're going to get you there to the, the beautiful life that I have. And that's right. why, uh, even when you say, I'm not sure what it is, I'm blocking, I know maybe I'm blocking something. And God said, yeah, you, you aren't willing to go deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go deal with it. And, and I right. know, I know what you've learned is that when that happens, it's like, hallelujah.
0: Yeah, uh, sure.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Because it's going to lead me to the, to the healing, to the beautiful stuff.
2: Right, right. And that conviction, when he speaks something that convicts you, you know, the difference between condemnation and conviction, we've talked about condemnation comes with guilt and shame. Right. Um, and there is yeah. no condemnation for us in Christ. You know, we learned that in Romans eight, right. but conviction, the beauty of conviction is that it's accompanied by hope. And the reason it's accompanied by hope is that Hebrews 12, he's author and finisher of our faith. So if he is bringing it up, he's going to finish it. He's going to complete it he's going to walk us through to victory on the other side. So like you said, hallelujah, he showed me something that he wants to set me free from. And that is a hopeful expectation. I'm excited to walk into that.
1: Right. Um, And as we've talked about journaling, um, it's, um, it's going through that process that we actually, we described when Jesus was a boy is uh, listen, Mm -hmm. ask questions, and then write down what you understand. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so it's, Uh, Well, here's what I hear you're saying to me. Um, And then you have questions about that.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. What does that look like? What does that mean? How does that work for me? Um, You're working, you said you're working on this concept of do-loss, servant. Mm -hmm. Um, You have lots of questions. Your your journal is full of questions. Well, what what do you mean by that? And and how Mm -hmm. does that apply to me? And how has that played out in my life? And what's Mm -hmm. the heart of that? Um, And you ask all these questions or you said something uh, we had, we had it in our abiding retreat. Um, uh, we made a statement, uh, that the world, and we've described this a little bit already, but the world is under the control of the evil one
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it's in, it's called entropy and it's, it's going, uh, literally everything's a falling apart and the enemy is constantly trying to divide to uh, cause conflict, to separate right. and ruin, kill, steal mm-hmm. and destroy. um, and so we made that statement, uh, and and this lady said, "Well, I got a question about that.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: okay, what? Well, didn't Jesus say he's overcome the world? Uh, and didn't in in uh, Colossians uh, two of fifteen he said he's triumphed over Satan?
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: isn't that mean he's disarmed and, and has no no power? So how does that how does that work?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so I said, well, here actually I said to the group, that's a a, a perfect example of abiding right. because remember he said, if you abide in my word, you will know the
3: mm-hmm. truth.
1: truth and the truth will set you free. So you develop a passion okay. for abiding in truth. Well, mm-hmm. at the surface it's that these things don't seem to fit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I don't know how to conclude that. I don't know what that looks like. So father, how would you help me understand
3: Mm-hmm. These
1: two statements that seem completely opposite of each other.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, there's something I must need to know or I, I miss. I need to know the answer to that question. She would write the question down in her journal. And now she'd go on a journey of uh, help me go places, cross-reference, study. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, might, she might contact me or somebody else and say, right. do you have any assistance? And I know you do this and I do right. this. Uh, right. Is uh, Here's what we don't do. Uh, mm-hmm. people like she, uh, would say, well, here's the question. Well, I know the answer to that question. Now, by the way, how do I know the answer to that question? Cause I've abided Cause in it. You've
2: already lived through it. Yes. I've, and <laughs> I don't know
1: about it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell her out of, uh, well, I think it means this. Cause I've read about that. Right. It's well, you know what? That same question I wrestled with
3: mm-hmm. and I
1: abided with and I stayed with it. And I asked God until I got an answer. But here's what I don't do. I know the answer to that question. Mm
3: -hmm. I don't
1: say, well, here's the answer. Um, Just accept what what Rich says. And see, I don't say that because my heart is, well, you need to go and process this with God and abide with God because it's a joy for you. And here's what's really cool, Kathy. It's a joy for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, and I, I keep helping people understand as God says, Hey, that's a fantastic question. Mm -hmm. Come with me. And I get the privilege, God speaking to have time with you to reveal things to you that you get to discover. And it thrills my heart. Uh, So, so what I'll do is say, well, um, here's some verses Mm -hmm. that you can go process with. Uh, and as you go process them you then will start to receive and what i'll do is walk with you Mm -hmm. uh, because you should enjoy the journey of that question and god answering that question Uh, i can give you a little bit of help Mm -hmm. uh, but go enjoy that that beautiful thing so your journal uh in my journal has as many questions as anything else Mm -hmm. because it's like well wait a second um I'm not sure about that, or I've never experienced that, or how does that work? Or wait a minute, that seemed contradictory to something else that I know in scripture. Um, and that's the fun
2: right? Uh, right. Of,
1: of it. And journaling is, you got to write it down mm-hmm. and then start recording, okay, what starts to be the answer to that? And what does he say next? And how does he process that next? Right. You got to write it all down.
2: Right. And for me, the journals also provide this place to go back, you know, we've talked a little bit about rhythms And even rhythms and creating margin and things like that. For me, I like to have a rhythm of going back to my journals as well, because what I find, um, because life is so busy as a mom of of three kids and things going on with our family and everything else, um, even when I'm really abiding on something, sometimes I don't necessarily connect the dots. And if I go back and, you know, every couple of months, I look back and instead of taking on anything new, I read back through my journals and I'm reminded what he said. And I take notes as to, okay, these were some of the primary things. Lo and behold, I will see him weaving together this whole thing that I didn't even realize necessarily what was spoken in January was going to connect fully to what happened in March. But he has added layers to something yeah. that, had I not taken time to go back in my journals and had I not written it down to begin with, I would have missed the connection and the fullness. I would have gotten the pieces of it, which was still beautiful, but I, but I wouldn't have gotten how they connected and overlaid each other and made it that much more full.
3: Right, right.
1: That's beautiful. Uh, well, we're uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we're we're going to we talk. We
2: run out of time quickly. We're we? we're, <laughs> we're going to talk more about
1: journaling uh, tomorrow. Uh, because we're going to continue this and the and the depth of this, but uh, again, if you have uh, questions uh, that you'd like to ask about journaling uh, or things in your life, is
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you can put it on on the YouTube comment section or you can uh, send us an email. Questions at afjministry.com dot com. Questions at afjministry dot com, uh, and we'll pick it up. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're we you know we'll sometimes we'll just email you back as as well as put it on the air. Uh, that hey, that's a great question, and let us help you understand that uh, more completely. Uh, because again, that's how we grow together. Mm-hmm. Is um, I'm not quite sure what that looks like. Could you help me with that? Uh, and we want to, uh, right, as well right. as as keep pointing you to learning how to do that with God and the joy mm-hmm. of that. So we're quite excited uh, about this aspect of journaling. Uh, there's more to, more to come. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll deal we'll deal with this tomorrow. So Kathy, another. Another great experience of, uh, of just talking about something simple like journaling.
2: Right, right. My like God is so sweet, though, the way yeah. he speaks. And yeah. it's fun to be able to share this with people. Yeah, yeah it you really know. is.
1: Uh, so have a great uh, uh, night and a day, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you
0: tomorrow. Great. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos